5: 77 W.A.B.C.
1: And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 W.A.B.C. Here we go. And you knew this was inevitable. The Washington Post reporting documents seized from the the former president's home, former President Trump, describes foreign governments' nuclear capabilities. That's according to the Washington Post. A document describing a foreign government's military uh, defense system, including nuclear capabilities, was apparently found in the FBI search last month of former President Donald Trump's Florida home. Again, that's according to the Washington Post. You already know what happens next. Before I even say it, Team Trump will say those documents were not there. That is why each side should have been fully present for the search. That way, there's no room for error. There's no room to allege documents were planted. But that's not what happened. That was not the reality. Apparently, counsel on the premise, but not allowed in for the search. So you already know what's going to happen. And, you know, sometimes there are Uh, stories that that I just find uh, interesting. So I'm going to go through a litany right now of the ones that I am watching. It is very hard to fake enthusiasm, or at least crowd enthusiasm, when it comes to politics. So Republicans are mocking President Biden's Labor Day crowd in Pennsylvania, And so uh, a tweet from the Republican National Committee says massive, massive is a capitalized crowd for Joe Biden and Pennsylvania today. But when 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 you see the entire crowd, by all accounts, for the president of the United States, it was only maybe a few dozen people. Now, contrast that. To the trump rallies, and i 'm just saying folks, where thousands still turn out, and the President of the United States pulled only a few dozen on Labor Day for a union uh speech and this is what it sounded like this is what it sounded like when uh when President Biden was in. Pennsylvania before this crowd.
0: I'm going out here.
1: And so at this point, the president is, uh, uh, shaking hands, uh, what, what what's referred to as walking the rope line, but there are only a, a few dozen people there, a few dozen, and so, okay, let, let let me let me give you the pulse, the pulse, if you will, of the political moment, in which when you look at the Supreme Court abortion a decision overturning Roe v. Wade, it, it is giving Democrats a shot in the arm as it relates to midterms. Republicans are losing a little momentum, but I still see a great night for Republicans, at least as of right now this morning, with the midterms. And so we're going to your telephone calls in uh just a second, but I'm not done yet with my litany of stories and we are taking your calls this morning as always at eight hundred eight four eight w a b c eight hundred eight four eight nine two 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 this next one it it makes you wonder the world that we live in. you may recall that case in the Bronx. Where the man is standing outside the restaurant, 188th Street, the Grand Concourse, minding his business, and the ex-con walks up behind him, puts on some gloves, and and I and, and the gloves, I think he had weight weight in those gloves. He hits the man in the back of his head and knocks out the man, calls uh, uh, bleeding on the on the brain surgery on and on and on and on and on. So the Bronx prosecutors that downgraded charges against this ex-con who sucker punched the man into a coma, right? When they downgraded the charges, that way he was able to walk out of the courtroom. The same guy that Governor Hochul had picked up on a the fact that he was on a lifetime parole and that it was a violation. Well, now, those same prosecutors... That downgraded the charges that allowed this guy to walk out. Guess what they're doing now? You already know what I'm about to tell you, folks. They are asking a grand jury to now upgrade the charges. So they downgraded the charges to play it safe, and now after they've been embarrassed by the governor and and spotlight by everyone looking at this, now they want to upgrade. The charges. You just, you just, you just can't make this up. And in our Chronicles of Dominic Carter segment, we are going to Australia this morning. Sunday is the uh, 21st year since the 9 11 attacks, and we're going to talk to a photographer in Australia. His name is Richard Weisel about his emotional 9 11 first responders exhibit which is at the New York City Fire Department Museum, and it's titled One Day in September. That's coming up at about 45 minutes past the hour. We're going to Australia. And, uh, folks, download the 77WABC app. And, of course, we are taking your telephone calls now, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And add in there, folks, add in there a story that broke just a short time ago. Children, at least in New York City, will not get to enjoy winter weather as snow days have been canceled for New York City schools this year. You you heard me right. Snow days, there will be no snow days. They've been canceled by the uh, Department of Education of New York City. And it just seems sort of unAmerican to me where so in other words and if the weather is bad because of snow, city officials are saying that the kids can still learn online when we all know it's a way to get money from attendance dollars from the uh from the federal government, but that is the reality of uh, where things are right now. Let's begin with our telephone calls. Let's start in New Hampshire. Good morning, Pete. You are on the Dominic Carter Show. What's on your mind?
6: Hey,
5: Dom. Love you. Love your show as always. Thank
1: you. It's The feeling is mutual. Thank you.
5: Number one, we're coming up to the midterms. Number one, Dom. Kathy Holko, I'm sitting in New Hampshire, and I'm loving it. I'm hating it. Number one. Kathy Hochul, she's gonna because she's it's coming up it's coming down to that time, we all know, Dom. Yes. She's gonna play it down, she's gonna church it up to go after uh in law enforcement now with Albany, and they're gonna start going after the criminals to make it look good. Another show show, Dom, you know? That's what's going on there. As far as Biden, this country's going down. We got two more years of this crap. And guess what's going to happen in the midterms? Republicans will take over. But I'm going to tell you something about the Republicans, Don. Dom. Uh, number one, they need to get their out of their you-know-whats, and they need to get after this mess because this country is going down. He may go into a lame duck session, Biden, but guess what's going to happen? The Republicans need to stand strong. They better get their act together. I'm an independent, Don. I have never been a Democrat, but guess what? I became an independent because I couldn't stand the Republicans.
1: Well, it is going to be very interesting, Pete, to see how this all plays out with the uh, midterms. But I'm still stuck on the uh, Labor Day rally that the President of the United States uh, held, and this was in West uh, Mifflin. Uh uh, 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 southeast of uh the Steel City uh, in um uh, in uh Pennsylvania, and the president of the United States pulls out a few dozen people. That says it all. That says it all. Yes,
5: I yes, I believe it does, Dom. But on the other hand, yes, that that, that is true, and I understand that, and I get your message, the message. But the other side of this is too is that. We, the people, need to stay strong, and we go to the polls and we get rid of these idiots that are running this country. In Pennsylvania, across this country, people, people are being misled by fools, and fools never rush in, right?
1: Well, there there's no doubt about it. I'm with you on that. Um, it, you know, political consultants, and Pete, I thank you for the call. They are, the good ones at least, are a little too good at their job because they can take someone, a candidate that stands for nothing. And when they are done with that candidate, it sounds like that person is uh, ready for prime time, ready for prime time in America. And uh, we have been fooled time and time and time again. And so in one second, I'm going to uh, Michael in New Jersey, see what he has to say. We're taking your telephone calls. I'm looking at an email. We'll just call her by her first name, Melanie. And Melanie uh, emailed me tonight, and she says, it troubles me that you are dismissive of the seriousness of the investigation of the documents found at Mar-a-Lago. It's not an attempt to discredit Mr. Trump. It's an attempt to correct a dangerous situation where a private citizen has documents, some detailing nuclear secrets and the names of agents who are at great risk, took government property and stored it far from the archives where it belongs. By all means, we should make sure that none of the documents are his personal property, but the rest should have been stored in accordance with standard security procedures. They are ours, not his. Thank you for the email, Melanie. I I don't think I've been dismissive. I think that my point has been that I don't think any other president in American history would be treated the way that this president is, is being treated. And and now we're going to go down the rope, go down the lane of, yes, this document was there. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. That's where we're headed now. That's where this is going. Let's go to the um, telephone calls in terms of Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind?
4: Yeah, good morning. Uh, This whole nonsense about the secrets of other countries' nuclear capabilities. Wait, are you kidding me? You mean people don't know that England has nuclear
1: bombs? France has nuclear bombs? No, 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 no. Wait, wait, Michael. They're they're talking about the actual details. It's a big difference. Actual well, what, what
4: is, I mean, what what you want me to tell you what one of the secrets is, is that the president of France has girlfriends. He fools around. Who gives a damn? You think the people in France don't know that their president is a playboy? Our presidents were playboys. Roosevelt, Johnson, Kennedy, they all fooled around. The, the nonsense that they have is idiotic. Right. When first of all, they didn't they didn't really find anything about nuclear secrets. There's no more nuclear secrets. Anyone who wants to build a nuclear bomb can get the information from a library. That's all you need is the equipment and the money to build it. There's no more secrets about building nuclear bombs. Michael, we, we, a we, we, that wants to build we it, if a crummy country like Pakistan can build a nuclear bomb, then anyone can.
1: Michael, we, you and I disagree. It's dangerous uh, if if certain uh, secrets documents get out uh, into the public, and they should be stored properly. Now, I am not stating, for the record, thank you for the call, Michael, my position is not that Mr. Trump had these documents, because I can guarantee you, even though we have not heard from his lawyers yet, they are going to say that he did not have those documents. And then the FBI is going to say he did. And we're going to go back and forth, tit for tat, tit for tat. Let's go to Jay in Edison, New Jersey. Good morning, Jay. What's on your mind?
2: Uh, good morning. I think that you're saying that Biden can't draw people. But remember, he didn't draw people in 2020 the few times he came out. And even before that in his life, he could never draw anybody. And Trump drew a lot of people in 2020, but he still lost the election. So- ah, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, Jay, why
1: why, why did Biden win?
2: Well. Personally, myself, and this is only my personal opinion, okay. But okay. I have no evidence, obviously. Okay. I'm not privy to evidence. Okay. Uh, I feel it was a, a combination of many things that resulted in basically either call it a rigged election or a fraudulent election, just not above board.
1: Okay. All right. Well, that train, and every time this conversation comes up, I make this point. That train left the station a long, Absolutely. long time ago. Could it be, Jay... That Biden won the election simply because he was not Trump and because the consultants hid him in the basement in Delaware so that the, the, the mistakes that he makes verbally that we see at least once a week. So he wouldn't do that as a candidate. Could that be the case why Biden won?
0: It could be. It's
2: plausible. However,
1: and and burying. I don't mean to cut you off, but and burying the story of his son. Could that have something to do with it? Do you really think Biden would have been elected if we know now, if we knew then what we know now about Hunter Biden?
2: I'm not sure, because Trump had a pretty good record overall and Biden really never had a great record. But more importantly it seems more likely than not when you look at things that zuckerberg did that he's alleged to have done anyway and other things that are alleged to have been done in certain cities maybe philadelphia maybe atlanta those allegations if true and i don't know if and the same with voting machines they're allegations we don't know if they're true but what if they were true that would be enough so that's why we have to get to the bottom of the 2020 Election. We have to really know what that is so it doesn't that, repeat that, in 2024.
1: That, Jay, that's wishful thinking. That That's not going to happen. But get, given the fact, Jay, and I do got to move on to a short answer on this, given the fact that a majority of Democrats don't want Biden to run based on polling, does that tell you anything?
2: Well, uh, I'm not really sure what to make of that. Okay. Uh, and Again, I, I don't think that anyone's ever going to know what happened in the 2020 election.
1: Okay, but Jay, you keep saying the same thing as it relates to 2020. That's over. We're, we're not. Thank you for the call. We we can't go back to that. No matter how much you or anyone else may want to, that train has left the station, and there's no going back. All we can do is look forward. Let's go to Leah. In Newark, New Jersey. Good morning, Leah. What's on your mind? Good morning. Thank you so much for taking the call. I'd just like to comment on how eloquent
0: Biden's speech was when he was criticizing former President Trump and the Republicans as opposed to his former
1: fumblings and bumblings. Okay, wait, Leah, I, I'm not exactly following. Make your point one more time, please. I'd like to comment on how how eloquent. Okay, so go ahead. Biden
7: was
0: so, on his so, speech. So wait, you really feel As he a, was eloquent? Well, he spoke with force and uh he didn't seem to uh uh,
1: uh have a, uh, a loss for words. Mm. Okay, well but, you know, Leah, and I, I really appreciate your call, but one can make the argument that if you don't have the substance to back you up, then you've got to be forceful, you've got to do theater, and, frankly, that you've got to be divisive because you don't have the 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 record uh, to back up exactly uh, what, what you're saying. But, Leah, I do appreciate your call, and I want you to have a beautiful morning. Let's go to Joe in Kingston. Good morning, Joe. What's on your mind?
0: Hey, good morning, Dominic. It's good to
1: talk to you. Thank you. Go right ahead, Joe.
0: Yeah, I was just wanted to, to bring to your attention and everyone's attention that why, basically, why is it only Trump that gets raided for documents? Uh, why don't we go and raid Mr. Obama's house, see if he's got documents?
1: Hey, Joe, I've, I've, I've addressed that night after night and And of course, the other side will say well they they didn't have they will say that the government tried to work it out uh backdoor communication with Mr. Trump, and that basically he defied them or his team defied them. but you already know, Joe, there is no way, none with Mr Obama that uh the the feds would do anything with him." And, again, I've made the point, and I keep doing it. And, you know, when he was a candidate, and I've talked about this before in terms of one of his uh, campaign fundraisers, uh, the guy gave him a deal on land uh, next door to his house. And during the campaign, it, he Obama should have been indicted for this. But during the campaign, he said it was a quote, and I'm quoting him, a boneheaded move, and the press let him get away with it.
0: Absolutely. And Mister, and even if you want to be even-handed, what about Mr. Bush? Maybe he's got some documents. Why don't we see if they have any top-secret documents? Mm-hmm. It's only because they don't like Trump. They're afraid of him, I think.
1: Well, it, it, there's no doubt, Joe, I thank you for the call. There is no doubt uh, that the system is... Um, going after Mr. Trump and, and the political establishment. And my point is, let's just have one system, one system of fairness where everyone is treated exactly the same. Everyone is treated exactly the same. Mr. Bush, Mr. Obama, Mr. Clinton, Mr. Trump, where everybody is treated the same. Mario in Manhattan, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes,
0: uh, to throw back what you just said about the same and being treated fairly. Uh, Since the uh, election of George W. Bush and with the Chad episode, none of the elections have been right since that time. And now we want to put the 2020 election to rest. By saying the train left the station. So Mario, Mario, well, if, so Mar-
1: yes. Mario, Mario, I'm going to hear you out. But how many times do I have to keep saying that? It, no matter how much you want to revisit it, that is over. I mean, so you're just trying to you're trying to find another way to do an end around of what I'm saying. What it's not going to be revisited. So what what are you holding on to? Okay. It might not be revisited in my
0: lifetime because I'm an older man. I'm in my 80s. Well, God bless you, Mario. God bless you. By God, something happened there. And unless we find out Uh. what that is, the Republicans (laughs) are never going to have a chance to achieve presidency in my lifetime and possibly for a long, long time because these people that performed this act Entrench themselves in something that they haven't been able to uncover as of yet.
1: Mario, okay, I'm I, I a, a man in your eighties. I, I appreciate you, Mario. As thank the you. kids say, you got it going on. Uh, I wish I could be as articulate um, as you in, in my eighties. I barely got it on and I'm in my fifties here. So, but Mario, thank you for the call. But folks, please let's not make this a program about revisiting the 2020 election it's over and that's why i say the train left the station i'm not saying that you may may not have some merit but literally literally like a train that leaves grand central it's not coming back and that's the bottom line it is time for a break we're going to continue with your telephone calls And uh, coming up at uh, 1245, the uh, Chronicles of Dominic Carter, I'm going to Australia as we look uh, towards uh, 9-11. I'll talk to a photographer about a very uh, special exhibit he has at the uh, Fire Museum. And I do want to tell you that I am proudly supporting the Tunnel to Towers 5K Walk Run NYC again this year, which is on Sunday, September 25th, and we need your help. We are in first place, first place, because of you folks. We have raised the most money by far. Help us remember those lost on 9-11. As we retrace FDNY firefighter Steven Siller's final footsteps together, I'm going to be out there at the event and would really appreciate you donating to my team. It's really simple to support the Tunnel to Towers a foundation Dominic Carter team. Here's how you do it. You go to WABCradio.com slash walk and click on my photo to donate to my team. I'm trying to beat my numbers from last year. And so to Marilyn and uh and to Naomi and there are a bunch of other names that have donated. Thank you. Thank you very much. And that's again, that's WABCradio.com slash walk. Thank you for your support, as together we help America's heroes. One of the largest walks in New York City for a great cause, wabcradio.com slash walk. Talk Radio 77. They say this is a big rich town. I just come from the Polish part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it.
5: Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
1: And we are back this morning. The issue, and we're gonna take your telephone calls in just a second, going back to the topics you want to talk about. The issue of the southern border, migrants. White House Press, press Secretary Corrine uh, Jean-Pierre uh, declared Tuesday that she will not be lectured by Republicans on border security after publicly turning down an invitation from Senator Ted Cruz to see migrants walking across the U.S.-Mexico uh, border for herself. The senator the texas republican uh, uh, attacked her on his podcast and this all stems from the fact that the pro- the president's uh, spokeswoman told the reporters i think it was uh, august 29th that it's not like people are walking across the border well madam press secretary yes they are and some are dying drowning but yes they are but here's what the press secretary had to say
3: i've been to the border I went in 2018. Uh, I stood outside facilities where the Trump administration was separating families, uh, tearing babies out of their mother's arms. Uh, Some of those kids still haven't been uh, reunited with their families. And so one thing I I will say is I certainly don't need lectures uh, or invitations from Republicans about the border or uh, border policies. And um, you know, and I certainly won't take advice on border from from anyone who voted uh, against uh, securing record level of funding uh, for the Department of uh, Homeland Security.
1: So I want to make sure I got this right. You ask the Biden administration about their policy. You own it now. You're in the White House, and the first thing you do is pivot to Trump. When Trump had a policy that was effective, it may not have been popular in some corners, but it was effective, quite effective, compared to what we're dealing with now. Let's uh, go and see what our friend Stan in Forest Hills has to say. Good morning, Stan. What's on your mind?
8: Hi. Good evening. Uh, Well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. One way or the other. Uh, I want to talk to melanie and leah melanie you 're absolutely right what you told Dominic, but he 'll never understand it leah you 're absolutely correct. The speech was brilliant and it was cl- uh, clear effective, and there wasn 't a problem with it so you 're right Leah you know and the other point that was made that uh, he was sitting in the uh basement during the election, or yes. you know yes. uh, as far as I remember, they debated. And right.
1: Okay, but wait, stand. Just a minute. Okay, wait wait, 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 Stan. no, wait, stand, stand, wait, 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 stand, Stan, Stan, stand, 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 stand. Are you really stand? I know you to be a straight up guy. Are you really going to tell me that Biden campaigned for the job? I know, I know, we were dealing with COVID, but I mean, are you going to deny that the strategist hid him in the basement of his home? Stan, Are you really going to deny that? What are you talking
8: about? You, oh, Stan! Well, you, if you're going to deny, it, that, you want to answer the question. Stan, or if you, you, you stand, the question. if
1: you're going deny that, then you're being delusional, my friend. No, I
8: think you're the one delusional, my friend. Okay, as so far as I know, he debated this guy, now, spit I, I him debate- up and ate him up. Uh, <laughs> and Joe Biden took him apart. So he, if, whether he was okay. in the basement or he wasn't,
1: okay. took him apart. So and That's why he's president so of the United so stand. States. So Stan, Let's say. Let's say you're right. Let's say and you're I right. I am right. You are wrong wait, on wait, this wait, one. Wait, wait. On this one, you're wrong. Wait, wait. wait. Wrong. Let, let's, say ahead, sure, let's say you're. Let's say you're right about the debate. Right. You're, you're a thousand percent correct. He tore Trump up in the debate. Right. Of course. Of course, that's debatable. But let, let's say you're right for argument's sake. Right. So then, why is the country in the state that we're in now?
8: Debate. Why is the country in the state we're in? Yes. I can Tell you, do I? Have, it'll take twenty minutes. No, no, we don't. But why? That's why? why, so why we're
1: does, not going to go through okay. the whole thing again. Okay, because so you know, I'll
8: talk for twenty minutes. No, and no, you no, got, no, no, I don't have time. We, you we know that, right? <laughs> we
1: can't talk for twenty minutes. I know, but but know. But, but just cut generally, as I said, right. Cut to the chase. Why are things so bad? Why are things going downhill? I don't think things
8: are going downhill. Where, what, well, let's talk down. You want to go through one step at each one at a time? I'll do it. But we don't have time. Inflation. Let's talk about crime. Inflation. C- crime? Absolutely, there's problems in crime. There's always problems in crime, Dominic. You know, you people live off this stuff on ABC. You eat it up every 10 seconds. There is crime. Absolutely. So wait, there's Stan. always crime. Stan,
1: I, I, you, you can't br- brush me. With my other no, I'm not. but they... there's
8: crime. I agree with
1: okay. you. There's crime. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll give you the final word. You have the final word before I move on to the next caller.
8: Okay. The point is, as far as I'm concerned, yes, there are problems in the country. Okay. There's inflation, and uh, the Fed, who is now in charge of inflation, is going to get it down low. It's going to be a, a problem, but it's oh. going to be doing. It. Oh, the mm. Fed is doing it, not him. The Fed. Mm. Mm. Those, uh, you can't deal with reality. That's your no problem. <laughs> okay. the
1: the well, Fed. Stan, Stan, I, I thank you for the call as as always. Um, sometimes we're going to agree, Stan. Sometimes we're going to disagree. Tonight is a night that we disagree uh, because you look at the housing market uh, where things are starting to, I don't want to use the word crash, but certainly we're looking at a, a turn of fate uh, with the real estate market we know what inflation is doing. We know what crime is doing. Let's go to Joe on Long Island. Good morning, Joe. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
8: Good morning, Mr. Carter. Thank you for taking my call.
1: Good morning. Um, go right ahead.
6: Okay. Um, I think it's going to be a huge mistake. I'm pretty good at this political analysis stuff. Uh, I rushed down when they had the amendment to let 18-year-olds vote, and I've never missed a presidential election. I think it would be a huge mistake for the Republican Party to nominate Donald Trump as candidate in the next election, and I'll tell you why. Most people do not vote, as you well know. Um, more, you know, Less than 50% of people vote. He is so despised that people who don't vote, that hate him, will come out and vote against him. And I believe the Republicans will lose the, the presidential election. Hmm. That That's in— I don't know what you think of it, and I don't know why you put up so long with that clown without dumping it. But anyway, what well, do you think about my Well,
1: field? well it, it, I, I, I believe you're referring to Stan. Uh, you, you didn't yeah. name the person. I, I believe. Yeah, I was yelling at him, like, dump <laughs> this
6: guy. But anyway, <laughs> on to my point. Um, I, I,
1: I, I, if, if you listen to this program, then you know I generally don't dump people. I try to engage no, I, I, in a I, conversation. I'm, I'm um, no, no, I hear I, you. I, 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 I hear you, Joe. Um, it's just there's just one or two people. let me just say this if nope. if If you've used a racial slur on the air, you might as well not ever call again because you're not going to get through and that individual that used a racial slur, one we were able to dump it before it went out over the air, but we will never at least on this program ever take your telephone call again. That person knows who he is i I don't want to say that. Uh, I don't want to state the person's name, I should say. I'm trying to hurry up, Joe, because I, I've got to get to Australia, and I see all these calls. But I thank you for the call. I'm going to try and address your point in a little bit. But first, I want to get in Gina from uh, Brooklyn. Good morning, Gina. What's on your mind?
3: Good morning, Dominic.
1: Good Dominic, morning.
3: I, I, think, I wish that you could develop some kind of a, a penalty of suspension for certain people that sounds, so disrespectful, and it's hard to listen to. And I am talking about Stan. When he yells, he just sounds like he's off the hook. Disrespectful. He needs to tone it down.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, um, I, I I hear you, Gina. Um, uh, he, he's an animated uh, type person, but but I, but I do hear you. I I hear. Uh, the point that you are are making and uh and I do thank you for your telephone uh call this morning, Gina and I hope you have a uh, great morning, thank you, Gina. Let's go to Rob in my home county of Rockland county. Good morning, Rob. What's on your mind
5: Dominic? love listening to you. I can hear you every night and I thank do.
1: you thank you uh, thank first you of all first
7: of all stands delusional the reason we have high inflation and Interest rates are going up is because of the inflation that Joe Biden has caused, the high gas prices, the high food prices. I don't know what Stan is thinking, all the crime. Where Where is this guy? I mean, what planet is he from, R- really? And with Donald Trump, he should stop talking about the 2020 election. Either move on and move forward or don't run. Because you're not going to win if you keep talking about the 2020 election. Hmm. Talk about Joe Biden and his lousy policies that are destroying this country.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, Rob, I, I don't know, frankly speaking, how much more of this the country can take. And that's the real reason why uh, Mr. Biden is delivering speeches talking about uh, MAGA supporters and President Trump. You're supposed to vote. You you are elected. It is on you right now. And it seems like everything that he's touching ends up becoming a disaster. That's the way that it seems. I thank you uh, for the call, Rob. Dominic Carter here with you on Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are going to take a break, and but I do want you folks to stay with me. I see all the calls. When we come back, I'm going to change gears for a second. But then, after the interview that we're about to do, we're going to go right back to the telephone calls. And, of course, coming up at 1 a.m. this morning, Frank Marano and the other side of midnight. But when we come back, what we're going to do right now is go to Australia, where we'll talk to a photographer in Australia. His name is Richard Weisel, and he has an emotional nine 11 first responders exhibit as a photographer at the new york city fire department museum and it's titled one day in september i'm going to take a break when we come back i'm going to australia and following the interview right back to your telephone calls
8: W-A-B-C. these are the chronicles of dominic
5: carter On 77 WABC.
1: The Chronicles of Dominic Carter and this September 11th, the commemoration just days away, Sunday, and an emotional exhibit is at the New York City Fire Museum. It's called One Day in September and highlights the work of First Responders on 9 The photographer is with us now from Australia. His name is Richard Weisel, and thank you for joining us.
7: Uh, Dominic, it's an absolute pleasure.
1: So it's an honor to chat with you. Tell me about this project. Dominic, the idea
7: came from a previous work I did in 2019, which is based on the Holocaust that was really about the way people deal with trauma and how as individuals and how we can rationalize and work through our own trauma, even though we coexist in a society, in a community, how do we as individuals work through bad stuff that happens to us and how do we cope with that? So I spoke with the CDC and then through a bunch of communications and emails, I end up talking to Tuesday's Children, the organization that represents survivors and military families from September 11, and the rest was history. I took my team, and we end up photographing in New York last, late last year.
1: Wow. Wow. And so to the average person listening to us right now, describe... Richard, what they will see. Basically, it's a series. At the moment, there's
7: about six images at the New York City Fire Museum because we were basing them on families that lost their husbands, their fathers, their partners um, during the course of that day in the Twin Towers. There are a series of black and white images. I shot them rather simply with the subject in the foreground, just a nice black and white cloth behind them because I believe in simplicity of the work, and I wanted to tell that person's emotional journey through the image and using the language of photography to do that. So they're just very simple black and white images of the person, and I asked them on the day as well to please bring a personal item that was found or that was recovered from the site um, afterwards. And they usually brought their husband's helmet or their badge or a favorite photograph they have of their parents, their father, their mother that they lost on that day. We also did a short five-minute interview, so when you come, you can download a QR code and listen to their story as well, which I think is quite impactful and powerful.
1: We are chatting with a photographer, Richard Wiesel, who is in Australia, and as we commemorate, September 11th, the 21st year, he has an exhibit at the Fire Museum of New York. Richard, I, I have some specific questions for you, but as a journalist covering trauma, it's always tough for me. How tough was it for you as the photographer dealing with, with trauma of this magnitude of nine eleven?
3: That's
1: an
7: excellent question. And, you know, when I was doing the work with the Holocaust and I was working at the concentration camps where the items I was photographing, they belonged to people that 80 years earlier had marched past the very building I was standing in. It was very tough. This was very cathartic. And I'm not, you know, reducing or demeaning that person's experience, but they were sharing with me that, you know, their, their journey and what I found through that was just this emotional deepest form of respect for that person and you know and I walked away from that with exactly what I wanted people to achieve is to look at another person's life and understand what they're going through and what we can learn from them and I learned from them humility understanding and resilience I'm never going to complain again, standing in the wrong checkout line when the line next to me is going a little faster or being stuck in traffic for three extra minutes I mean, those things that used to upset me no longer upset me. And these people don't want to be called heroes. But to me, they're heroes. And that's an Australian telling you, not an American. You know, I watched that on TV as a young man. I was watching on the news when it happened 21 years ago. So it was it's quite amazing to have this journey over 21 years to now be talking to the actual families that were impacted directly on that day. I think they all just wanted to be heard And they wanted to share their story with me. One story in particular, her name is Kate. You'll see her image there. Her dad was a firefighter lieutenant from the seaport. And because the firehouse is very close to the World Trade Center, he was one of the very first responders in. And unfortunately, you know, he died on the 78th floor of the South Tower when it collapsed. But for her, it gives her pride and strength knowing that he did something which was greater than himself, he died so that other people could live that day.
1: And indeed, that, that was the case for many of those firefighters, police officers, first responders. You know, Richard, or Wiesel, I want to thank you, and I look forward to uh, seeing your 9-11 first responder exhibit at the New York City Fire Department Museum titled, One Day in september breaking news wabc and this news is just into a steve bannon to surrender in new york on new state charges the former trump strategist steve bannon uh, will be charged in new york state and intends to surrender on thursday on thursday over his role in the uh, We Build the Wall organization that allegedly uh, defrauded uh, donors. Uh, Back in 2020, uh, Bannon was uh, pardoned on federal charges by then-President Donald Trump over his role uh, in this situation. Uh, The Washington Post first broke the news, which was later confirmed by the uh, Daily Beast, And uh, uh, Bannon is quoted as saying they are coming after all of us. So Steve Bannon, the former Trump strategist, expected to surrender in New York on Thursday over his role in the We Build the Wall organization that allegedly uh, defrauded donors. So With the pardon from President Trump, he escaped, if you will, federal charges, but now it appears that state prosecutors are going to come after Mr. Bannon. Let's go right back to your telephone calls. Ed in Middletown, good morning. What's on your mind?
6: Hi, good morning, Dominic. Um, I got three quick points, um, and that is like this. Firstly... The Democrats, they fight with words. They define things. They label things. We we don't even notice it. They call it an insurrection. It wasn't an insurrection. It was a couple of people. Maybe you'll call it a riot. Maybe. Okay. But we got to fight back. Republicans have to say, no, that was not an insurrection. We're going to call it a—whatever uh, uh, word you want to use. That's very important, because they define the, the, all the circumstances with these words that they pull up. They changed Hillary Clinton. It wasn't an investigation. They changed it to— um, I forgot what they changed it to, but they changed it. Now, what next point? Oh, and also Republicans got to learn how to do interviews. A Democrat, if you say to her, is, you say to the Democrat, is this person no good? They will say, yes, they're terrible, and they'll go on. A Republican, they say, this person no good? And they'll say, well, you know, it's really interesting because this person, and they'll go on and on. Eventually, they'll say it's no good. They, they got, okay, next point. Everyone's trashing Biden. It's not Biden. It's the people. It's the senators. It's Pelosi and her ilk. They are the people trashing this country. They always knew Biden was going to be a one-term president. He was the only person they felt could beat Trump. And the polls, polls are skewed. You can make polls say whatever you want. So yes, they want him out. Last point: the spokeswoman up there, she is just a puppet. She says nothing most of the time. She says I can't comment. I don't want to say most of the time, and um, and it's just the way. It's just a way for them to. Um, it's just a way for them to to, to to claim that they're doing press conferences, but actually not. And that's, as you said, Biden hiding in the basement. That's what Democrats are great at. Baloney debates. Yeah, debates. They they couldn't even be in the same room. You know, it's that was total baloney. And uh, oh, okay. I said three a, points. A quick, one quickly, more. Yes,
1: quickly. Ed, a lot of people Stan, are waiting. Stan,
6: Stan, Stan is the biggest proof that the media does its job well. They convince thoughtful people of lies i'm done
1: well ed i thank you uh, for a mouthful there and have a, a great morning from middletown let's go to connecticut let's say good morning to helen good morning helen you're on talk radio 77 uh, wabc and again folks if you're just joining us steve bannon is expected to face new york charges to surrender on thursday Um, after he was pardoned on the federal level by President Trump. Good morning, Helen. What's on your mind?
3: Good morning. I'd like to thank you for the wonderful interview with Richard Wiesel. It was uh, very important, and um, I'm glad you did that. I, I think the American electorate has a very, very big opportunity right now, and I think we should really forget a little bit about the D and the R, Um, And I think we should look at the candidates and what it is that they have to offer, because the politicians right now are really at each other all the time, rather than doing things that are more important for the people of the United States of America. We have people in the United States who don't have clean drinking water in several places, Newark and in Mississippi. That is unacceptable. And and in, and in New
1: York City in a housing project in the East Village, just discovered.
3: That's right. So what could be more basic, and for health reasons and every other reason, to have decent resources for our people? Our transportation systems are unsafe, and they don't work terribly well. And compared to other countries around the world, we are behind in so many ways with regard to that. Our infrastructure is falling apart. And what do we have? We have our politicians fighting against one another, wasting our time and our resources and not doing what is necessary. We need to look at each candidate. The American people have got to get out and vote for the people that they think are really going to attend to business. Our education system is Absolutely horrendous. Helen, terrible. I, 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 I have to step
1: in because we're short on time, but I, I agree with almost everything that you said because I got a firsthand knowledge in Japan of how much the U.S. is behind other countries. In a second, I'm going to Frank Marano, Shire, Long Island. It's got to be quick. We're short on time. Go right ahead, please. How are you, Dominic? I'm well, but it's got to be quick. Please go ahead. I just want to talk
2: about what's going on in New York. You know, obviously it's a disaster. I was Sunday with President Trump. I spoke to him at a beautiful event in New Jersey with Lee Zeldin, and I truly believe that we're going to win this election in New York. I've never seen such excitement. People were cheering. Even Democrats were telling me they voted Democratic for many years, and they're switching to Zeldin this time. People are sick and well, tired.
1: Well, you know what? You may be onto something because I just have a funny feeling in my gut that Zeldin has a real... Shot at this has a real shot, and it doesn't help Kathy Hochul to duck the issue of debates. With me right now, Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you. Hello, hello, Dominic. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm so, doing great. So, what do you have coming up? This all morning? right, action action-packed show. We are going to cover it all. A, a journalist is going to join me from the UK, Louise Perry. Who believes the women, women got the sexual revolution wrong and she is making a strong case for going backwards in terms of male-female relations. She is a pretty fascinating
2: book and an interesting thesis on this. We're going to talk meditation of all things. Not medication, but meditation with Joseph Selby because there's a a good chance if you're up at this time of day, maybe your mind is racing a little bit. Michael Harrison from Talkers Magazine, the
1: publisher of Talkers, he's going to join me. We're going to talk a little bit about radio and he's also got a new song out. Yes, you heard me correctly. The publisher of Talkers has a, a new song and we're going to give away some fun prizes to listeners we have this debate format that we've been experimenting with last week was a total disaster so we're going to try it again next hour so another great show and i'm looking forward to it we, one would hope one would hope and let's go to uh marianne from queens good morning marianne i'm short on time so you got to get to your point please good morning good morning marianne you have to get to, you to your to point that? please yes uh
2: that
3: woman the first secretary she is a liar. I don't think she even went to the border to find out. Let me tell you, those children that she say that were separated from the party, he has to mention that Obama
2: made those cages to put them in there. You know why? Because they were being raped by the same people that were supposed to. To take care
1: of them. And and that wasn't that was an allegation. I have to step in, Ann, because your phone sounds muffled. I don't know what's going on, but I'm completely out of time anyway. We'll have to continue this uh, maybe tomorrow, or you can call Frank this morning. Dominic Carter saying, "Have a great day. Keep it right there." Frank Morano, the other side of Midnight Talk Radio, seventy-seven WABC.